Aloha, beautiful women. Rise, priestess, rise, and welcome. Welcome to the Temple Podcast. I'm Kasha. I'm here to facilitate the conversations that we're all bursting to share. And I'm here to hold that space for everybody who's going through this big awakening as a woman in this world. This is the place where priestesses come to priestess and the sisterhood is absolute. I welcome all conversations of magic, divinity, sacred feminine, goddess work, priestess work, just embodiment of motherhood, maidenhood, cronehood. This is that place where we go to the temple and we sit together and we speak, we hold, we cry, we release, we laugh. attunement is for you. Thank you for joining us. Let's begin. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to another episode of the Temple Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Kasha Diana, and today I have something super special for all of you. I haven't done this yet, and I am very happy to be able to do this with some good sister friends of mine. I have here Jess and Alicia from Womb Connection Journey. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Hello, hello. (laughs) These beautiful women are collaborating on a big project. And what I would like to do as a part of the end episodes, the last two episodes are going to be a little different than what I've been doing up until now. And so the second last episode will be a feature on a business. And the last episode will be a solo episode of just me. So I'm really looking forward to finishing off this beautiful year, 2022, with 22 episodes, one of my favorite numbers. (laughs) And so I welcome you all today to a great conversation, business feature with Jess and Alicia of Womb Connection Journey. Here's a little introduction of our beautiful sisters today. So Jess and Alicia met at a women's circle in 2020, and their connection has grown and expanded over the years. Alicia and Jess have been attending women's circles for years now and have felt a deep desire for consistency of sisterhood and feel the deep importance to come back to the ancient ways of sisterhood and the deep holding and connection in this space. They will share the story behind how the womb connection journey was created. Womb connection journey is a nine month womb clearing circle. Each circle builds one on the other and slowly expanding as they move through the months. Gatherings with every third Friday of each month from 7 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And today we will explore intentions and the connections that will be built and a little more of an in-depth story as to why and how and what this journey is all about. Mm. All right, beautiful. I welcome you both. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much. It's yes, thanks always for having us honored to have or have us have you in our space (laughs) (laughs) I just adore you both I adore you both so much and we've we've sat in circle ourselves we have worked together one-on-one interchangeably in different capacities and dynamics and 
I really appreciate what you are doing and who you are. And so I'm happy. I'm so happy to facilitate this. I'm so honored that you are on this journey and on my podcast to talk about your medicine and what you are co-creating together, because we all know it's so much more powerful <laughs> when women are doing this together. So Jess, maybe you could tell a little bit about who you are um, aside from this journey. And then I would love to hear from Alicia about who she is. And then we can kind of meld in together this collaborative journey that you're on. I love that. So my name is Jess. I'm a shamanic guide and energy practitioner. And I work with people to go into areas of trauma and unprocessed emotions that are stored in the body. And the process of doing this is going into the realms between time and space and unearthing the different layers that are stagnant in the body by connecting to spirit guides the energy body this can look like past life regressions inner child healing ancestral healing soul retrievals cord releasing all kinds of clearing and different ways to access the deep root of why everyone is here and mm -hmm. deepening their connection to their true authentic self deeply in the heart. One of the things I'm most passionate about, I mean, there's a lot of them, but one, <laughs> of, the most, one of the things I'm most passionate about is getting clear on our true essence and deconditioning ourselves from all of the programmings that we've been experienced in our upbringing and coming into our full, full autonomy and sovereignty as humans in our heart center mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's beautiful and I've witnessed and experienced this magic through an ancestral healing session that I had with you and I can attest to your work and who you are and how you clear that's very powerful thank you for sharing a little bit about yourself and what you do and Thank Alicia, you. <laughs> you're welcome. And Alicia, you were on just the previous episode before. So those who are following along, Alicia is back for a back-to-back, -back, but this time in a new, <laughs> a new capacity. <laughs> um, Alicia, please share a little bit about yourself and who you are and what kind of work you do in the world. Yeah, well, I'm back. <laughs> um, so I am a fertility educator and a health coach. So I help women understand their bodies, their cycles, and their hormones and how to live more cyclically, aligning their flow, their cycle with their life. Rather, rather than forcing against it, they're actually working in flow with it. And I also help women understand the power that they have within them so that they can utilize their power for good. And yeah, I we were talking about it in our previous podcast, but uh, for those who didn't listen, um, the medicine that I offer um, is helping women get clear on their intentions around their fertility and to remove any fear around their fertility so that they could fully embrace it and embody their true fertility and their feminine essence. Mm -hmm. Mm, beautiful beautiful and now the two of you coming together create this beautiful what's the word bring to me the word is this beautiful marriage this beautiful harmon harmonious aspect of being a woman and what it means to make room and then have the power and mix it all together into something that you are calling the womb connection journey and what I love, I've heard a little bit about it and I'd love for you to talk about it more, but what I really found fascinating about this is that it's a nine month journey. Is that correct? 
And that is, that is typically the gestation period for, you know, women making babies and birthing them out into the world. And so I think that was really fascinating to me. Um, just as a mother, I was like, oh, okay, there's going to be a different, there's like going to be three trimesters to this. Like, this is going to be like, you know, surface and then deeper and then like deepest and then the depth and then an emergence. And so I would love to hear more about that. And maybe either one of you could could start um, as to how this came about. What what was the intention behind this creation? Mm. I love how you brought awareness to the nine month um, journey in itself and the way you were talking about it gave like so many chills through my body because it's so true there is such a deepening a deepening a deepening and then (laughs) it's this beautiful return to self rebirth at the end of the nine month journey Um, but how it came to be through my story and then Alicia can share hers I I was I've been working with a couple of women who have been suffering with symptoms of endometriosis. And so as we were connecting to the womb, it became really clear that um, a lot of women who are suffering from these types of symptoms are being called to step into their empowerment in the feminine and their embodiment in the feminine. And the body is speaking to them because it's demanding them to, to deepen their connection to self and reestablish their connection to the feminine and the womb and just by having these sessions with these women and connecting to their womb center and their cervix just by taking the time to connect had moved so much energy and grief and it made me realize whoa this needs to be happening regularly and the second I felt that Alicia came to mind right away because of the work Alicia does and it was just so clear this is something we have to do together and so instantly I left her a voice note and the response I got from Alicia was so incredibly beautiful and divine. And I think, I think it makes sense that you share your part now and sort of finish it off. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I, so a year ago, so in December, 2021, I was in this like winter phase of like envisioning what I would like to create for the next um cycle in 2022 this year in the spring and I was um in conscious state just envisioning what I would like to create um I was envisioning myself going to women's circles and just sharing about the cycle teaching them about their cycle whether that's for contraception or maybe conception or maybe just to understand their health and then like later on and a couple of months later I had a dream in sleeping state and I saw myself in circle with women like literally like teaching and like we were in like a very um beautiful container and um I had a dream of us doing it together and I was like oh my goodness and so when Jess messaged me I'm like oh my god I had a dream about this and like you know it's like this is of course going to happen (laughs) And so when she messaged me, I'm like, yes, this is, this is something that needs to be created. And then when we started talking more about it, um, we thought it was just going to be a one-off circle, but then the more we talked about it and then the more we dived into it, um, we realized how deep this was and that it couldn't just be a one-off circle and it needed to be 
a longer container. And so the more we looked into it, we, we, we literally spent like a whole day just like brainstorming and reflecting, like feel free to like pipe in just whenever. But um, yeah, like that whole yeah. day, like processing, <laughs> like what would this look like? <laughs> feels like it took a life of its own and we were just being guided completely every time something would come through Alicia would have the other piece and then she'd say something and I would have the other piece and we kept just literally being guided through this whole thing it, it's it's its own entity and we are the channels for it it's been very clear this whole time we've been working on this since the spring and yeah it's been both of us like so much, much. <laughs> what's the word just we've been immersed in it gratitude <laughs> it yeah, feels like being immersed in it being taken by it we're both just been in awe of how how it's unfolded and how it's been showing us what it needs it feels like you two have been weaving a tapestry together mm. where you both bear similar threads that are complementary and then bringing it back and forth and up and down and back and forth and pulling it down and <laughs> really creating this beautiful piece of artwork that I think will be just used over and over again as a template for how women can connect and work together and find that safety in female relationships and the relationship with themselves and their cervix I mean how can you not after a nine-month commitment you know, that's why we don't gestate and birth in like 30 days <laughs> it's a requirement it's an initiation into that, that fullness, mm. that fullness. So would I, you, yeah, wait, go ahead. I want to add one more thing. Do it. I think it's also a full circle. Cause I don't know if Jess and yourself, Kasha knew each other before the woman's circle. So I met both of you at Taylor's house, right? At that woman's circle. And that's where we all met. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, And that's how I feel like it has unfolded since then. Um, and it's just, would like to, I would like to say like I've worked with both of you as well and just to see how this has woven into each mm. other and how you know how this has grown you know oh it's so beautiful I love watching my sisters grow I love watching how my sessions affect my clients how my clients affect their community and how like even sitting in circle with with women in such a sacred space and sharing those intimacies and vulnerabilities and how we all grow I love seeing where we were then and now how much work has been applied to to our spirit or our bodies or our minds it's yeah it's beautiful it's beautiful yeah I'm so grateful you for you, sisters. Ah, you too. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. Alicia always brings such a sweetness, like like a true yeah. maiden sweetness. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I was hoping. Pardon I was me. Say it's so inviting and warm and brings mm -hmm. such a lovely lightness, freedom, energy. Yes, which is very approachable when doing yeah. some of the stuff that could feel less yeah. than approachable. <laughs> yeah. So could you go over what is entailed, you know, yeah. like from month to month, kind of just going over without revealing too much, you know, but to give people kind of the sense, the lowdown showdown as to what women are going to experience in this capacity for themselves, like what that 
looks like. Okay, so there's, it's almost as if there's two parts that continue to interweave throughout the nine months. We are bringing in awareness to the cycle, um, each woman's individual moon cycle and allowing them to deepen their understanding of the hormonal aspects, the archetypal aspects and how that shows up in their lives. And so that piece is something that we, re we will visit every month and continue to explore and experience how we're moving through this world with each cycle as women. Is there anything you want to add to that part, Alicia? Mm. So it's like the beginning of the circle, whenever we come in circle, is going to be um, tuning into where we are presently in our own physical vessel cycle and what's being shown to us or maybe reflected back to us as we move through each month's um, theme um, or intention and how that's presenting like what in a certain part of your cycle and um and then being able to yeah see the archetypes the hormonal aspects um the stories beliefs limiting beliefs blocks trauma whatever comes to the surface so we can move through it with intention with our own cycle mm -hmm. I think that's very specific to each person. So it's very personalized in that sense. So it's not just a generic uh, womb connection journey where everyone has, you know, this topic and we all talk about it, but it, it's multifaceted in terms of like, if I'm ovulating, my experience is going to be different from the next person. And then it, I would feel exactly. it's almost like more thorough because hopefully you have, you know, women on different parts of their cycles and then we can all share how we are feeling at that time. And then perhaps, you know, take notes on what that means for us when we are in that cycle the next time we are in mm -hmm. it. It's really cool. Yeah, Super of, thorough. Yeah, it is. Cause a lot of women aren't even familiar that we have four inner seasons with each cycle. And so this is something that we're going to invite in to be bringing the awareness to this aspect on top of understanding that with each archetype and each of the four phases, or inner seasons, there is always a light and shadow expression of each archetype as well. And so that's going to help us become more embodied with this deepening and understanding of where we are at, why we're presenting ourselves this way, and then consciously choosing our embodiment versus feeling like something is happening to us. And when we have that real deep sense of connection to our bodies and our rhythms and this knowing of what is moving through us and what is being asked of us, then we can consciously start creating. And that is literally the superpower of the feminine. Superpower. Right? And that's what helps heal so many aspects in our life, relationally, physically, emotionally. Mm -hmm. It really does start with an understanding. And I love how you guys use that word especially back and forth in our, in our musings and connections, you say inner standing instead of understanding. <laughs> and the etymology of English is so important to me. It's so important. We're constantly spelling. And I've said it with a few different priestesses on my podcast, being really mindful of how you use the language. So good mm -hmm. on you both for using that word because you are perpetuating that 
um, self-reflection and the inner workings that we all have as women. And it's, it really is our superpower. Once you do inner work, once you understand your inner self, you're really able to move outwardly from um, a much more confident place, a much more embodied place, a much more powerful place. Mm-hmm. I was the base mm-hmm. of my work for so many years, right? Going with the flow and I was, my business was auntie flow and I was doing workshops and seminars, teaching women literally about their four hormonal cycles and how to organize your life according to that, because then you're like paddling downstream and it's easy and it's fun and it's much more enjoyable than going against the grind, you know, so yeah. much more enjoyable mm-hmm. when you understand your inner workings. That I'll stand <laughs> under. I will stand under that kind of under, you know, <laughs> inner <space>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> totally. Oh my God. So what is the, do you have it detailed, like what each month is? I know you've been kind of sharing a little bit on your Instagram, mm-hmm. um, but could you, do you have the information with you? Would you be able to share yeah. like month one is this month two, so mm-hmm. that our listeners can kind of get an idea of the, the syllabus and what that, um, looks like and feels like, and maybe it'll create more resonance for our people who are listening. Before I describe the outline, the Mm -hmm. syllabus, Mm -hmm. I wanted to add um, why Jess and I did the nine months. Um, So we've been going to women's circles for like years, and we were both discussing how, like when you go to a women's circle, maybe there's a theme, but it's only a one-off. And then you you connect with these women, like I've connected with you, but I've intentionally stayed connected with you both and other women as well. But um, maybe women don't know how to do that, or maybe they have a sister wound, whatever that looks like for them, that a one-off circle, there's no um, development of the sisterhood. There's no development of the community. So the nine months, that's the intention behind it is so that we are developing a community. We're developing a sisterhood where there is a commitment and there's um, that witness, just as you were saying, Kasha, like Kasha, that over the years, like look where we are now compared to like two years ago and like to witness each other, to hear each other, to see each other, to watch us grow into who we are now is what our one of the intentions are is for alpha women for the nine months is to sit with each other and notice the shifts and changes throughout the nine months. And honestly, sitting in circle in a very well held container, which undoubtedly the two of you, like your magic together is going to be so potent. Um, it already is. But remembering, I remember each circle. I literally remember each circle. It's like, um, I remember what was said. I remember my transformations. I remember um, who attended. Um, Mm -hmm. It's a very like lucid state of ceremony. Mm -hmm. And it's um, that kind of lucidity is paramount to healing really, because you, you keep bringing it back no matter where you are in your timeline. So it's like you and I met in 2020, like you said, the three of us sat at Taylor's and I will not just, I remember the state in which you came and shared your intimacies and your vulnerabilities and the way Alicia shared some information that I still coin back to and remind myself of these days. And it's just like, it's a lucid experience that keeps adding to your present experience. And then eventually you're 
future experience. So it's it's really priceless, this type of container and that development of sisterhood. Yes, the three of us have done that intentionally. Um, and for some people, maybe a one-off circle is great. You know, it's it could be life-changing or it could be, you know, as safe as they could feel or, um, you know, it, it really always has an effect. It really always has an effect. Mm-hmm. 100% like some women just need that one off like mm-hmm. I probably need that one off just to like dabble into it you know sure. <laughs> totally but, yeah there's definitely lots of transformation from one-offs and then imagine the transformation from a nine-month woman circle oh it's like it's like a legit new human right it's yeah, a legit yeah. new human embodiment and then that's also like deeper like there's only so deep that I can go in a woman's circle. Um, they're always divinely led. They're always personalized based on the energies that show up and the alchemy that I'm shown to, to, um, like orchestrate and, and, um, you know, alchemize and work with, but there's only so deep that I can go, you know? And so I may like start my day and be like, Oh, this is going to be deep. We're going to get to the root of shit. And then the people that come and at the level of which they are ready, I'm like, Oh, we are just going to talk about, having four cycles or four, four mm-hmm. levels. Right. Which I think is still such a gift. And so I think what you guys are presenting to people is actually going to be of all, like of all awareness levels of all like, um, readiness, because it's not just going to be like, and now we're going to talk about deep ancestral wounds. Go. <laughs> it's going to start off with <laughs> understanding who you are, your inner workings, and then kind of building and building and creating that safety and keeping it tighter and tighter and tighter so that you can feel safe by the end of it, sharing like your deepest, darkest shit, because that's kind of, I feel like a big part of it is being able to really feel safe enough as a woman and witnessed by safe female relationships to honor and alchemize and move things that you wouldn't necessarily go that deeply for on your own right and then the big stuff once it's gone you make more room it's like cleaning out from under the the couch like nobody likes doing it but once you do it it legit feels different (laughs) in your home right it feels scarier when it's on our own and when we are held in these containers and we push through the threshold of that fear and go into the unknown the arrival is actually so much more beautiful than can ever be perceived beforehand. And I, I so agree with you that safety that gets built over time. I'm noticing in so many clients and in women that people are feeling like alone and missing the sense of connection. And a lot of women hold so much for others and to gift themselves this opportunity to deepen with themselves and be held and connect to other women is such a gift and I feel that in this container when we deepen that safety and show more and more parts of ourselves we start to see that we're not alone and like you just said Kasha it's it clears so much space to start to almost arrive again and be be more present in, in our existence truly and to those of you listening, maybe some of you are like, wow, that's still a really long flipping time to be committing myself to something. Okay, well, let's like view it down onto a bit of a micro level. That's only nine periods. Yeah. 
It's only nine periods. And when I do this work with women, I recommend at least three periods before they come and try and change something else. Like there needs to be a cycling through both sides of the body and back and forth. And that allows for like proper integration. And so this is like three times three, which is nine. So I just love numbers. Mm. <laughs> three, 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 three. Oh man. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so neat. So neat. So, okay. What is happening in month one? So a nice way to segue in that I'm feeling called to share is I love how much we can sit here and talk about the menstrual cycle. And I'm <laughs> noticing in our nine months journey, that is actually a really small part of the whole journey. There's so much more. And so the first month we go into the womb story. Is that correct, Alicia? Um, well, it's the intentions for the circle. What everyone is there the pretty much the outline of what the circles would look like describing that we're going to start with understanding connecting with the body then we'll uh, go over the cycle the science and then the sacred going over the hormonal phases and then the inner phases as well as the archetypes and how that may play out and present themselves throughout this journey and understanding the light and the dark attributes of both of the hormonal aspects of what could happen or as well as the archetypes and then how that shows throughout the journey and then we do a future self-connection journey um, where they go through where they will be nine months from now so we yeah, they'll meet yourself in a in a shamanic journey oh that all needs to be documented so that yeah. like at the end you can like meet and reconnect and be like, I don't know, it's the sociologist in me. I'm like, I want to see the patterns. Oh, we're already so cool. there. Everyone's going to get their own journal. It's They're going to get some really beautiful gifts in there as well with different charting um, references. Nice. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. the first little, yeah. that's the first commitment there. Okay. Not so scary. You know, even if I wasn't the vagina womb lady, I would, I'd be down. Okay, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> month two is the womb storytelling, Jess. Yes, that yeah, is month yeah, yeah. two. So this is the opportunity for the women to share their story of their menstrual cycle, their first bleed, how it was taught to them, what their experience was. And just go through their timeline of what stories are held in their womb as they have been moving through this life as women. Mm, beautiful, which is going to be so different from person to person. And yet I'm oh, sure yeah. they're going to be like really connective. Like each woman mm -hmm. is such a complex yes. creature, but I at the same time. Add, yeah, yeah. I want to add that when Jess and I were going through this, we were kind of going through this with each other. Um, and it was just interesting to like witness like the different stories and like different experience. And yeah, it's, it, it's so unique depending on the woman and mm -hmm. what their mother or grandmother or womanly figure, whoever was there present, uh, will depend on their experience. Right. Mm -hmm. well, and that's also, the way it always is. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. and, and also the different 
maybe traumas women have experienced and are being held in the womb center or any kind of different experiences as the woman matures and moves through their life as well. It's just such a beautiful opportunity for them to share this story that they may be holding a lot of guilt or shame around. It's important to have that shared and witnessed. It truly is. That's like one of the biggest things. That's my first thing I do with my clients is I do an intake and I say, start from the beginning and they tell me everything. And then I find almost sociologist ways. I find the like patterns of the stories that have been created for themselves or given or gifted or karmically like ancestrally applied and then we go through mm-hmm. each of those as a part of the healing it's so important to have that shared spoken and and witnessed so after mm-hmm. womb story after you've connected to that part of yourself and where you come from and what you experience each month what is what is what is after womb story let me go into the inner child ooh And so with every month, there's always going to be more details, right? Like there's going to be the womb storytelling. There's going to be some other aspects in that month, uh, in, in that session or circle. It's going to offer a lot more nurturing, clearing, cleansing, and support. Um, and then we're going to shift into, yeah, the inner child the next month. Going into, again, where everything started. Beautiful. And there will be a journey to connect to the inner child to get clear on what the stories are held here, the limiting beliefs and the upbringings, the traumas, the con- the conditionings, the patterns, and really take the time to get to know right from the beginning what was implemented and how is that affecting us now. And then we move into the mother and the ancestral connection yeah and then we go into what your mother may have learned from her mother and what she may have taught you and her stories and blocks and maybe her experiences or traumas and how that may be reflected in you and then also looking at the ancestral connection as well And then we do journey in there. I think each month there's either a journey or a clearing. Each one has specific tools and practices and they have homework, not to overwhelm people, but it's just ways (laughs) to integrate from the circle Mm -hmm. so that once you're completed in the circle that you have tools and practices that can carry with you past the circle. Extremely important. And homework is that accountability too, because you, you know, actually do the work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I could just show up to the class all the time, but it wouldn't be until I would have my tools in application that I would see those, those integrations being embodied. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can listen to a lecture all you want. I think what my mom used to say was, you can read a book about swimming all you want, but until you actually get into the water, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you won't won't know how to flap your wings. I think it was like a story about a duck or something. I don't know. It's such a good way to put that because it is their tools. The homework pieces are tools to come back to so that you do integrate these pieces Mm -hmm. that come up each month. 
So it's consciously shifting and re rewiring. Super important. We have so um, many the- connections as women. Mm-hmm. right like the neuron pathways like connected to an emotion connected mm-hmm. to a feeling connected to a scent mm-hmm. connected to this and this and that sorry you're gonna say the next one is that what you're going on for i want to touch a little bit more on the mother as well really quickly is coming from the inner child into the mother is such an opportunity to start to see how as women mm-hmm. we are carrying those pieces that alicia mentioned but also how to remother ourselves stepping out of those trauma bonding experiences and mm. more into our own autonomy and into our own sense of self, it actually allows so much healing with the mother wound as well. And in yourself as feminine and woman. Big time. There's that hierarchy, a natural hierarchy, not like a pyramid scheme, but like a natural hierarchy <laughs> to um, maidenhood, motherhood and cronehood, right? It's like, finding your truest self away from your mother, you know, weaning yourself off the breast. Kind yeah. of deal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next, sisters? What's after that? This is so juicy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. <laughs> and then we go into the sisterhood connection. This is a a beautiful opportunity to understand as women how we possibly lean into a lot of areas of judgment towards other women for so many reasons that we will get into in this month and other areas too. Um, Comparison, this hierarchy energy you're talking about. Once we move through that mother healing and start to see this areas of deep acceptance that's being called forward for ourselves and our mother, we could then expand it outward to other women. Mm -hmm. It's a ripple effect for sure. We see that after circle too, Mm -hmm. right? And since it expands into their relationships, expands into the relationship with themselves and others in the community and in their work. Um, Yeah, it doesn't really just stop in one spot. And what I love about doing sisterhood work is that it expands the grid. So it's like, if you imagine, you know, the three of us, and then, you know, three other people, and then Alicia knows three other people, and then I know three other people, okay, well, there's nine. And then those nine people have, you know, three, and it just expands, it just expands, and it grows, and it it's like a, a beautiful net that moves one another, right? Like my, have you guys ever done those activities where one person holds a string and then you throw the ball of yarn to a person across the room and then the other person throws the other yarn to like another person. And then by the end of it, for example, you have like 20 people in a circle and you're throwing this ball of yarn around, but you're all holding the piece that you were given and it creates this beautiful web. And then one person say like person number four twiddles their finger and it like sends a vibration to the rest of the net. And that's what I love so much about consistent, safe female relationships. And I am willing to be so fucking brutally honest with the women in my life because that is going to reach back and give me authentic, real, safe relationships. Even though I like can feel triggering. I think I'm really triggering for people because I just like say whatever I want to say, but like (laughs) (laughs) from a really loving place. Um (laughs) I People love me or hate me. It's just my composition. But I really want that resonance to be reverberated back to me because I expect that authenticity and that ferocious love 
gifted back and forth. And so if I can't call you out and you can't call me out and I can't see you and hold you in your intimacy and, you know, see your judgments for what they are, which is just a genuine curiosity, um, then what's the point? That's so. The- that's the beauty of the sisterhood healing is that we recognize they're all mirrors. And so whatever we don't let ourselves be with another woman, are we letting ourselves be with at the end of the day? And that is such a gift to really let ourselves sit in that space, look at the mirror so that our container can grow, our circle can grow, the web can grow, we can grow instead of this sense of hiding and false protection. Mm. I love how they're all building on one another because I'm I'm thinking of how it started and how each one opens up the capacity for um, just the intimacy of the next, the next, the next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anything more you'd like to say about the sisterhood chapter or would you like to talk about the next one? I wanted to say this reminds me of the six degrees of separation when you're talking about like the three sisters and the three sisters, like everyone knows someone within like six people that is within your your I don't know um mutual friends or family yeah yeah Hmm. the next one is the father connection um I want to share before I even share about the month when we are going through these I was moving, I was consciously like being aware of like when we were doing this and then how it was presented in my life, just like as if we were going to be doing it in the circle for next year. Um, And yeah, it was just so interesting to be present and aware of how these things would just randomly present themselves, you know, like in the theme of this month, the father connection, and then like, you know, how it was presented in my life um well yeah because you guys have been doing this since the spring and mm -hmm. I was just kind of counting my mind I'm like that's it's been about nine months and then you guys when is it starting in January yeah Mm -hmm. oh so amazing (laughs) sorry I cut you off I think it's the the level of dedication is beautiful right right I take it back I said that in a recent circle it's like accept your apology but no more apologies (laughs) <laughs> I just muted myself. I accept your apology, but no more apologies. No more. Yeah, no more. <laughs> okay, so you're living your dedication to each month and embodying it and experiencing it. And so we're in the father wound. Mm-hmm. So we're exploring in this month the dynamic that you have, like your relationship with your father um, and what that looks like for you, how you've received love from your father and whatever comes up for you when it comes to your relationship with him. Um, And just having that space where women have the opportunity to share their experiences, to be fully seen and heard. And yeah, seeing what comes up for them when they think about the relationship with their father um, and where that's stored like within their bodies and um, the narratives and the experiences that they they have and what they need to clear or what they're ready to clear um is there anything else that you want to share Jess that I may have missed no no I think it's such a a beautiful segue into the following month once we look at the father wound and do this clearing and healing Alicia is speaking to we then start to deepen into our relationships with men in general 
Oh, wait, before we do that, we also connect with our inner masculine and do our inner father work and how we can bring that in before we go into the male relationships. This is a little tidbit. (laughs) I was going to say how beautifully balanced this is. How like the sisterhood connection journey, the womb connection journey, the mother connection, the hormonal cycle and fertility connection. Like it's, it's so balanced as soon as you brought in that masculine element, whether it's outward or inward, um, it just felt extremely balanced in the alchemy. So I just wanted to share that. That's a really Mm -hmm. important thing when working with other women is to recognize that it, it took male and female to create this person. Therefore there is a duality and a dichotomy to the energy. And that must be, you know, not the word, not pedestal, not like, but it, it should be, um, a spotlight. Honored. There should be a spotlight and honored. Exactly. Like there should be a spotlight on how it's both. And so that just felt like a really grounding aspect for me as a, as an outsider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really feel like embodiment is wholeness and can't be whole for only looking at the one side. And yeah, I totally love that you see that. Mm-hmm. Like so we I'm oh, sorry, I was just gonna segue again, just saying like that you do your inner work, you do the father work, then you do the inner work, and then you're going into the outer world and your relationships with yeah. with, with others, with men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether that's a partner, like your boyfriend or husband, or maybe a friend, or maybe it's a coworker, whatever that relationship yeah. with men is, how is that being presented to you? What's your relationship like? Is there any conflicts that you notice that is common that you've had with your father? Um, anything else that uh, you want to add, Jess? I'm just getting a sense now that I am really loving how this is near the end. You know, this is month seven. Because this is a, this can feel like a really big one for a lot of women. And a lot of things can come up in this space. And I know mm-hmm. that at this point, the container and safety would have been established a lot of our inner work as the woman in the container has been deepened and the self-safety has been really built to allow themselves to go to these depths because there can be a lot stored here when we're talking about relationships relationships with men. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's going to be a beautiful big ritual that's going to happen this day to release a lot of this emotion that may be connected to the relationships with men that I think a lot of people do not get space to express. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, I, I'm like, do we keep it a secret? Do we share at least a little bit of it? I feel like I want to just talk a little bit about yeah, like yeah. the anger. We're going to do an anger release ritual. And it makes me feel really excited because as humans, we're not, we're not really given permission to even know how to experience or express anger. And not only that we push it down so far, we don't even know we even have it. And giving a sacred space and allowance and permission and safety to access it and then release it makes me feel so excited. Really, really excited. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I want to share about that. Mm, I love that. I love that so much because there can be, whether it's you know an anger towards your own masculinity or perhaps there's an anger that's outwardly to the relationships you have 
Um, I've had some pretty mean like male bus drivers straight up. I don't know what it is about male bus drivers. But then, you know, when I think about my father connection, I'm pretty sure he used to do like truck driving or something. So it's like really interesting how psychologically those experiences and even like spiritually those experiences present themselves for more deeper healing. And this also reminds me of the work that I do in uh, PMS. So when you are about to bleed, you're in your luteal phase, you're actually highly, highly intuitive. And so PMS is just a bullshit term. You're just irritable because there are certain emotional needs that are not being met and therefore they are expressing themselves and showing up again and showing up again. And what I have been shown and over a decade of this flow practice is accessing and accepting and witnessing and releasing those emotions, giving them the proper space to be witnessed and being highly intuitive and honoring that that is like you know, a map to how I can progress, um, those emotions do not come up next cycle. So it's like, once you release and really honor and witness and see all the connections, then you can really like be fucking done with it. Like it doesn't have to yeah. keep coming back. You don't have to keep having shitty bus drivers, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's like, it it's a, a softening in your experience by going to a place that, you know, maybe hasn't really been, a comfortable place to explore or let alone like um, acknowledged for the beauty and the righteousness of what it what it actually is like you're saying it's often dismissed and so we just dismiss it well I'm just PMSing so this isn't real no more of that <laughs> it's real <laughs> and yeah. what you're saying like when we allow ourselves to express it it clears it and it doesn't continue to loop and I'm just imagining how many women in relationships with men feel this repeated pattern and this this repeated anger or frustration that comes up and giving them this opportunity to say you might be able to clear this and deepen into something that's being asked of you underneath this anger what a gift it makes me feel yeah really passionate about it mm-hmm. um, and something else mm-hmm. when we're talking about this anger piece is maybe some people feel like they don't have anger and I I really feel that deep down in our bones, if you're not experiencing anger in this lifetime or presently in your experience now, as a woman, you may quite possibly hold a lot of anger from your past life, from your ancestry. I would want, I'd like, I want to say guarantee it. You do. It would feel big time. Um, to say that some people may not because it was not that long ago that these things we're, be, we're, you know, causing a lot of harm in women in certain ways. And this is not only just a healing for you, if you are allowing yourself to access that anger. Mm-hmm. Big, big, big time. The one thing I want to share is uh, from what you both just shared, everything is medicine. It's just whether we are consciously aware and present with what is being shown to us in the cyclical patterns that are happening. Mm-hmm. So with the, the these monthly circles, it's coming back into presence and awareness so we can consciously direct our energy and time towards what, you know, needs to be done. Well, and having so many other women witness you, um, you can't really, like, <laughs> you can't really dismiss it. You're going to get lovingly called out. You're going to be held up against a mirror so that you fulfill your commitment as to why you're you're there why you Mm -hmm. are you know it's like once you get pregnant and you're like following through each trimester there comes a point where you're about to like 
step into the threshold of like the birth portal like near the end and you're like oh fuck like there's no there's no turning back there are no refunds I cannot return (laughs) this experience (laughs) I'm going to be pushing a human through my vagina (laughs) yeah there is no turning back and what a gift what a gift why would you want to turn back at that point. I mean, I get it. You're pushing a human through your body and it can feel a little intense and overwhelming, but like birth this, you are supported. You have your women birth this new part of you that wants to come through mm. this womb connection journey. You know, I just got chills. Mm. Same. Yeah. And when you're saying like push through, push through the threshold, I feel it demands that sense of like, you know, yourself, you've taken the time to know yourself now you can trust yourself. Now you can carry all of who you are and step through that threshold. And I feel that is the gift to yourself, to others, to the earth, literally to your existence in this lifetime. And I feel it's also a really beautiful segue into the eighth month is relationship with self. Mm-hmm. Now we start to soften a little bit and come into a completion of some sorts once we've looked through all the different pieces of our house and we're clearing all the rooms and digging up all the pieces in the shadows now we get to sit with our wholeness a little bit more a little bit more and clearing the home if there's any you know things like under the rug that you just don't want to clean you just got to clean it up so that you can have a nice tidy home so you because your home is the place where you're going to be all the time just like what we were talking about Jess your relationship oh, yeah. with yourself is the longest relationship you have so you better like it and you better enjoy it <laughs> make it a good one because you'll be in a relationship with yourself forever till the day you die make it yeah. the best relationship you've ever had <laughs> ain't that the truth yeah yeah that is part of like your temple right when you go to temple you come to this space, you you don't wear your dirty shoes, you know, you come as your best self. Yes. You you take good care as to how you are moving and what language you use and what you mm. what your appearance looks like. You know, there's like a, a level of attention to detail in this mm. in this space. And it is mm. softer. It's also it feels more elegant. It feels more graceful. It feels like the other side of of that threshold yeah yeah it does I agree it does feel softer there's a sense of arrival that we're stepping into Mm. celebration now (sighs) it's like a breath okay here we are um what a beautiful I'm noticing moment in this month to also really acknowledge who you are as a woman really really with love and acceptance and compassion is really sinking into it in a way that maybe has never been offered before mm-hmm. it makes me emotional oh. it's gonna be a big transformation for women mm-hmm. and so eight goes to nine it goes to nine (laughs) (laughs) the final month the sacred union within Mm. Uh (laughs) uh-huh i can so feel it it's so amazing (laughs) uh 
Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can one of you describe this a little bit further? It's funny because I know both Alicia and I are very excited about this and it is going to be a beautiful ritual and we don't want to give away too much because of how excited and sacred this is. I also want to give Alicia space to like trust her intuition if there is something you want to share about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that there's something we have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a little something, but do not give away no do not give it away but share because I the the listeners I have are very you know intuitive and um, open to energetics so uh, just even me holding this space right now I feels it does feel like the end it feels like the completion it feels like the oxytocin rush when you're holding your baby it's like this like okay like I have done this and now I am me. Wow. Hello, me. Welcome, new Kasha. You know, yeah. welcome, new Susie. <laughs> you know, um, if you guess, I don't know why I picked Susie. I don't know. It's Christmas time. There's all these stories about Susie and Jimmy. <laughs> we'll let you know when Susie joins the circle. We're like, it was her. You were her. talking to <laughs> So anything you want to say about the sacred union there? It's bridging your own inner masculine and your inner feminine where you can come back into wholeness and recognizing that is within. And I do want to acknowledge you actually mentioned this at a woman's circle. And I do want to, yes, you mentioned how you, or I don't know if it was a woman's circle, but you, it, was, def- it was, because okay. I was there and, and I was really there. inspired. Yeah, you it. were at that woman's circle too. So there was a woman's wait, circle. Wait for it, Kasha. Just wait yeah. for it. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. And you said you hosted, you like, you created your own ceremony for your own union, of your inner union. Yeah. So I just want to acknowledge that part too. Of like I did, and I'm not gonna say anything else because I think that's so beautiful. And I'm so excited for all the women that are gonna do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, Kasha, when you shared that, I thought it was the most beautiful thing to have a ceremony of a sacred union with yourself. That I did that myself last year in the forest, and oh, it's incredible to really consciously take that time to devote yourself to yourself and your own journey. And really, really connecting to that sacred union with yourself. Yeah. Holy so moly. thank you. Oh, my pleasure. I need to thank my shaman for that. Shauna Gaia Morissette. Because without, that was a definitely a pivotal moment of union. Absolutely. And maybe I did it like all backwards. I like did that. And then I did my boom connection. <laughs> but um. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm I'm honestly um humbled and really honored that that was such a, a big thing for both of you. Thank you for mm-hmm. sharing that. Holy moly. <laughs> mm. I just want to also take a moment, like the fact that your teacher taught you that. And so it's like this it, it's just like this huge ripple. I don't know if you you both see this, but it's just like I'm in just an awe. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Her teacher oh, wow. taught her, like it's yeah 
Yeah, this work is so much bigger than us right here, right now, right? Yeah. Half the time I'm like sharing my experiences with my husband and I'm just like, who the fuck am I to like to, to be doing, you know, this and this and this, or like, this is what this woman said to me or like after a session and he's just like, babe, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're so amazing. And I'm like, who the fuck am I, you know? And just as much as I take my job, seriously and and as a mission and I'm here for nothing else other than wombs and women and children at the same time it's there's like this humility of it of like the insignificance of me and yet the insurmountable significance of me you know it's really powerful it's really beautiful and Mm -hmm. for those of you listening who you may feel like perhaps your actions may be inconsequential or perhaps you know may not have a big effect just trust that uh there is a bigger plan there is a reason for you existing and we're all playing in each other's movies anyways so surround yourself in good company and it'll be a good show (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow what a beautiful journey you two a round of applause (laughs) absolutely because that couldn't have been more balanced like the the polarities were weaved and welcomed and held and um really it just like it was a coherence it was a coherence of who Jess is as a person who uh, Alicia is as a person who you both are as women creating this together for like the grid um yeah just beautiful just beautiful thank you I know I can speak for both of us that we both feel really honored to be doing this work. It's something we're both just really here to do and be of service to and rise each other up and hold these containers. And we're just so, so grateful that this is moved through us this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like this has been in the works for a very long time before, before I even knew before any of us even knew, mm-hmm. like just what you're saying, Kasha, it's like, this is like her teacher and her teacher's teacher. And this is way bigger than what we can comprehend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening and you are like, heck yes, full body, hell yes, this is for me. How do our women connect to you? How do you Uh, join the application process how do you become a part of this sacred container for the next nine months so we invite you to follow us on instagram at womb connection journey and you can send us a message that way and then we'll direct you through the registration process yes and if anyone has any questions about if this is right for you feel free to send us a message we'll be gladly to answer any of your questions and um yeah I'm really really excited Jess is really excited we're all excited yeah <laughs> this is some logistical things and maybe some people may have questions about now that we haven't talked about that this is an in-person circle mm-hmm. right yeah and it is held um in the countryside between Milton and Guelph that's in Ontario in Ontario yes in Canada in Canada it's $113 <laughs> per month um or if you want to pay in full you can do that as well 
Okay. And is there a different fee for pay in full or is it 113? Same fee. Yeah. Same fee. Now, can you connect for just a few months of the journey or not? How does that work? It's a great question. Somebody actually messaged us um, who didn't live in the area who was actually going to come to one of the circles, but we decided that um, it's for the full commitment for the full nine months um, to create that container to create that community and that safety throughout the whole process. Mm, beautiful. So the option to pay monthly is just as a payment plan, not mm-hmm. so much as a commitment to, you know, picking yeah. and choosing which one to attend. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. If there's women who are intrigued by a one-off, both Alicia and I host other women's circles and moon circles. And if they're intrigued by this work, um, and don't feel inspired to be a part of the nine month connection or commitment can always connect to either of us individually as well for this type of work and different ways of connecting to women as well. Mm, beautiful. That is very clear for me. I see that. So you may either join for the nine months or connect to them individually for different services and in-person um, ways of connecting with with women and fostering that sisterhood as well and perhaps will you be doing this again I mean maybe it's too early to ask that question but (laughs) will there be a round two we'll see (laughs) we will see you know everything is divinely guided at this point so it is early but we were already getting um intuitive hits around where this is going to go we're doing it again for sure. That feels clear. Mm. <laughs> Definitely see this being a retreat um, that yeah. is a more condensed time frame, uh-huh. a different location at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, the timelines are shifting too. So this feels definitely in line with um, how things are moving at, at this pace now. And then perhaps a condensed version once once things have collapsed a bit in the quantum <laughs> some big things happening yeah yeah no this is really cool what a beautiful way for you to hold space for women as they are rising into their priestesshood as they're rising into their highest embodiment of their self we need all of these women on board for all the magic stuff that is about to happen um and in an assured manner of themselves so um my hat is off to both of you for accepting this mission, taking it on so seriously and beautifully and really weaving both of your skills and strengths together in such a honorable, honorable way and a really graceful, elegant um, capacity together. I think it's just gorgeous. And I can attest to the magic that you both bring. So um, for anyone that's listening and you are in the area, or if you're even willing to travel, I would really, really recommend this, this commitment to yourself and to your community and, um, and the quantum leaps that are going to be happening in the next year and a half. So <sighs> from my womb to yours, thank you, beautiful women. Thank you. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> my pleasure. So you can find them at womb connection journey on Instagram. And we have talked with Jess and Alicia today. You can get more information there. And if you are driving, pull over and you can message me too. And I will guide you to connect with these beautiful women. All right. I love you all so, so much. Thank you, beautiful listeners for your time and your energy as I uplift one of my 
um, Honorable Sisters and in their featured collaborative business this year. Uh, something to look out for next year as a big part of everyone's healing and welcoming into the priestesshood. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate all of you. I love this work. I love it so much. And I love that I've created a podcast to to love on all of you and to love on myself and expand this grid. It's been an unbelievable year. I love you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. See you. Girl